Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Lorette. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Welcome back, friends, family, and the deck industry universe. It's Shane and Wade for episode 200 of the Ultimate Deck Podcast. I don't know which button it was. So you actually have that button did on it with there. my mouth Somewhere. instead. <laughs> Turns out we didn't have to spend 800 bucks on this thing at all. We could just make the sounds with our voices. <laughs> the dumb thing is we record our own voices and then play them back. We know how to do the sounds yeah. that are on there. Yeah. Good God, man. It's been like four weeks since we recorded it. Well, not since we recorded. We I was recorded like, we a recorded few episodes. Some? Down at Deck Expo, but man, oh man, has it been a trip since Deck Expo. Okay, look here. My phone's back now. I was trying to get logged into the live on YouTube. Yeah. It wasn't working, but it's here now. You're the only one. I uh, know. The last few weeks have been nothing short of craziness starting and being <laughs> kicked off with Deck Expo down in Las Vegas. We haven't even had an episode to talk about that yet, so we're going to chat about that a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we went down to Las Vegas from Sunday to Friday. Had uh, had a great time down there. Got back at 12.30. I'm just explaining the, the time frame here yeah, yeah. and the, the explanation of our absence. And then we'll get into the deta- details. Okay. Got back at like 12.30 in the morning on Friday night or Saturday morning, I guess. Yeah. And then went immediately into Grey Cup Festival, which we had missed part of. Yep. Had Thursday and Friday. some friends in from Fortress to take part in that with us. Yep. So Saturday we got back. And, and Contractor came down from and, Saskatoon. And Contractor, yeah. Immediately went into party mode on Saturday, did the Grey Cup festivities, immediately went to the Grey Cup game and festival and stuff on Sunday, then immediately had a contractor event with Fortress on Monday. In Regina. In Regina. Then immediately went to Saskatoon to have a contractor event with Fortress in Saskatoon. Then moved into Agribition, and then Agribition started on Saturday, which is a gigantic trade show. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it a trade show, but... Monday. So Monday. It thir- started on Monday. No, no. It started on... Did it start Monday? Yeah. Who can, who can tell? So... Okay, fine. Well, Monday to, Monday to Saturday. So did set up on the weekend. Yes. I don't even know, man. Anyways, Agribition is a large agricultural show that happens in Regina. There's like 100,000 people that come to this thing. It's a big deal in the ag world. Yeah. And we put a booth into it this year. So and we were like there all week. Worldwide event, right? Yeah. There's people here from all over the world. A lot of business happens in the ag industry at it and we thought what a great place to be in front of these people so we did that and that was a week-long event yep so that ended on like just this past saturday yeah tear down get out of there get back into the office really for the first time on monday which was a write-off because it was just like meetings 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 people like way we need you like right off tuesday wednesday <laughs> like it's just been then wild. i took off went to saskatoon because i hadn't been saskatoon. in saskatoon for a while so i went up there yeah. came back from uh from this whole thing with like 30 bookings on our plate. And it's like, they're all due this week. It's like, so it's just been, it's just been a wild, wild, I would say almost four weeks, three or four weeks. So it's been a lot. Apologies. We haven't been active on the TikTok. We haven't been active on the podcast. There's been no tens episodes. There's been no Instagram. Posts. There's just been like glued to the computer and trying to ignore the world. Yeah. So. I'm not like, I'm not managing this online YouTube thing. Well, this is not. No. It's really got your attention, that's for sure. It has my full attention because you said I need to comment. I need to watch for the comments. Okay, fine. Would you like me to take your attention away from that with some yeah. would you rathers? Yeah, let's do a would you rather. Number one, would you rather find a dead body or 
witness a deadly assault? Find the dead body. I think that's the less incriminating one, right? <laughs> yep. Unless they don't know how the dead, like, nope. unless they're looking at you and be like, convenient, huh? That you found. Yeah, but, the dead but body. then they have to prove that you did that. Whereas if you watch a deadly assault, you're like. But what if nobody saw you witness it? So then if you said nothing, nope. not incriminated. Find the dead body. Okay, fine. I agree with you. I think I'd rather find the dead body. You can you can act. I wouldn't be able to watch and save not the savior, but like definitely not the savior. But you going to the authorities finding a dead body, you're like you're a good person for doing that. Yeah. Uh, witnessing the assault is like. Then I'd be I'd be witnessing an assault, and then I'd be participating in another assault. Right. Is how that would happen for me. Sure. Number two, only be able to wash your hair twice a year, or only be able to check your phone once a day. Only be able to check my phone once a day. Agreed. Like that'd be tough for me. <laughs> once yeah. a day is a, that's a big ask, but twice a year washing. But hair if you is, never turned it disgusting. off, you're just checking it the whole day. That's what I'm wondering. One time. I was going to bring that up. Is but if the screen parameter? goes, like if the screen goes black, then you're done for the day. So if you give me an hour, cause like it's a, it's job for, for me too. Like I, it's I both post stuff on there too. Right. Yeah. So it's like, Sure, I could give up the like the, the mindless stuff, but I still need to be on there at some point in time to do stuff for the business. So you got to give me at least an hour. Yep. And then fine. But not washing your hair. Man, if I don't wash my hair for two days, it's like, yeah. oh boy. Yep. I wear hats too often to not be washing my hair frequently. Yeah. Uh, number three and the final one, would you rather eat a live worm or be locked in a room with a tarantula for an hour, but you don't know where it is? Live worm. I would eat the live worm. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of questions left unanswered in that question for me. Earthworm? Sure. But what if it's like some big, like, like, well, that's I raunchy, thought. like Australian worm that like, no, I thought of earthworm. It'll eat its way back out of you. That's what's relevant to me. Earthworms are relevant to me. Not right now. They're not. Well, they're, <laughs> yeah, like, they're <laughs> froze. <laughs> they're or like a mealworm or like. Sure, a mealworm yeah. I'd eat. If it's like, if it's a one bite Because then I'd be full. Then sure. Have a meal. An hour without the tarantula, I don't know. Like if it was a pitch black room, <laughs> that changes things a lot not. for me. If I can see where it is and I can no, move No, it says around. right in there you can't see it. You don't know where it is. You don't know where it is. It doesn't say you can't see in the room though. Oh, yeah. For me, it would be the fear of the end. Like in a dark room, it's like, is it going to to jump on me or crawl on me, that would freak me out. But if I could see around, it's just like, where's it going to come out of? And I get a chance to react, then that's different. The boys, Anyways. so we have two comments in here and both comments say they can't hear anything. Come on. I can't hear anything. And then, oh, it's not just me? Well, I worried about this because um, this thing wasn't, wasn't showing that there was sound coming through. I don't know how to fix that, you guys. So. I overpromised. I said you're on it. Um, like I'm on, I'm trying to be on it right now, but I don't know how, how effective I'm going to be at solving this little problem we have here. So you talk and I'll Do you see think if I can figure this out here. At one time we had to plug the mic into the front of the board. It is. Oh yeah. I have this thing plugged in here. Yeah. yeah. Did you have to turn this on somehow? Um, well that's turned way up. So I feel like they should be able to do that. I feel, I feel like they should be able to hear everything. Anyway, keep talking, and I'm going to keep trying to figure this out. You're on your own here. Okay. Well, um, all we were going to talk about today was going through <laughs> what we've been up to, which started with Deck Expo, so you can feel free to... Levi's been uh, messing with his settings for five minutes. 
He thought it was him. So that's not ideal. Okay, so so Deck Expo is uh, quite the week. It's been a long time since we've uh, been to a show, right? Like we haven't, yes. uh, we have not attended any of the JLCs or anything like that. So we did it all. We went in Sunday. We yep. went to the football game. Not a bad stadium. <laughs> not a bad one to ch- to take in a game. No, that's it's for sure. Absolutely massive. So uh, that was pretty good. It was a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, there. Not well, that one. The I just learned the prices in Vegas. I have found are high now. Uh, Vegas has decided to make back all of their money they lost in COVID this year. Yes, that will be. They're going to do a one year turnaround on that. And uh, what else did we do? We took in a hockey game. Uh, we went to a, a booth with Trex and mm-hmm. took in a, a Knights game. So it was a pretty good hockey game. I don't know that there is a more fun sporting event than watching a hockey game in Vegas. So like, I think I would agree with you. They, put on, they a put on a hell of a show, that's for sure. great show. Yes. Um, it's obvious that I've become old because there were a couple of points when I thought it was too loud. I was like, well, this could be a little <laughs> bit quiet, really. Like, it doesn't need to be quite this loud. But Yeah, so, that's, that's old man stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, we hung out on Fremont Street. We went to some, like, industry events with guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you gamble? You didn't gamble at no, all. No, I made an attempt at gambling, and I wish you wouldn't have, like, threw that story at me right now, because I do have a story, but I want to check the back of the mic real quick, so just oh, okay. keep talking for a second. I, I didn't gamble. I didn't, uh, I didn't spend a dime. Uh, what else? Do you want, like, you want to talk about, oh, like, some of the products that we saw? I don't know. I feel like I want to talk about all those things, but you're, like, you're only half in right now. I am only having because I'm trying to figure out the sound issue. I don't understand why it's not playing. I can see that it's not going there. However, all the mics are showing me that it's going there. Hmm. The gambling thing. So I, I, I'm not a gambler at all. So I wasn't going down there looking forward to gambling. Uh, that's by not any true. You gamble that. every day. Well, you buy decking and there's that. Hope to sell it. Yeah, but I don't generally um, try like like casino gambling. I don't do that kind of gambling. Yeah, yeah. Too much money during the rest of my life to worry about. Or VLTs. Do you ever just put 20 bucks in a VLT? So that is, if I'm going to do a type of gambling, that's pretty much it. I might do 100. Oh, wow. So that's what I tried to do. Okay. I attempted to put $100 in the, in the machine. Um, and it was like the last day that we were going to be there. And I thought, you guys, I was ready early. We we're all going to go for supper. And I was like, I'll finally do it. I'll finally go sit downstairs by myself. And throw hundred bucks in the machine and see what happens. So I went to go take the hundred bucks out of one of the little ATMs at the casino. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, the first like two or three I found were all out of, out of service. I was like, "Geez, like I can't spend money here. They don't want me to." Huh. Finally, found one that was in service. Put my card in. All was going well. And it was like before you got started, it was like, or once you're done, just what it's like. Hey, there's a ten dollar uh, service fee I for was taking this money. Say, like, what's the service fee there? Do you want to still do this? And I'm like. Uh, like, I don't know that I'm super keen on that, but I'm here and I, this is what I was going to do. So fine, $10. And let me remind you that $10 down there is like 14 or 15 bucks Canadian. Uh Here, when you use it at an ATM, it's like two or three dollars. It's a three dollar service. (laughs) Usually. So it's significantly more than I'm used to paying, but I was like, fine. I would like to do a little bit of gambling. So I said, yes. 
And then I was like, sounds good. Here's your exchange rate. Uh, taking this hundred dollars out, it's going to cost you 160 bucks. And I was like, well, that's, that escalated quickly. And then I was like, ah, fine. It's a lot. Accepted it. But then it was like, went through its thinking. And then it was like, your card doesn't, doesn't want to allow this to happen. I don't know what it was. The deal is if my bank's got some sort of protection on using, getting charged egregious fees or, or what, <laughs> but it was like, nope, not today. And I was like, fine. That's all I needed. That was the third sign. Machine's not working. Excessive charges. Now it's just not even going to work on the one I did find. Fine. Yeah. I'm out. So I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't gamble. Yeah. And I didn't gamble either. And it turns out I actually, I didn't even want to. Like you put in way more of an effort than I did. Yes. I think if I would have had money, had I taken cash, maybe I would have. But yeah, I used to like playing blackjack. And then I got in trouble one time when I was at a blackjack table. And so now I don't. Somebody, like one of the other players got mad at me because I was taking cards at the wrong time. Oh, yeah, because you didn't know how to play the game properly. Yeah, I was like That'll apparently happen. taking cards from them or something. And so. Um, has anybody commented that their sound back now? I don't think they're going to because it's like I still see that it's uh, where I think it's supposed to be showing me their sound. No, nope. Scott said, man, it would be nice to hear what is being said. Boy, that's tough, hey? Do you think it's this? Like, I really don't. All of our stuff is up. All of our settings are right. Cords are plugged in. The app is here. The app is showing me there's sound coming into it. And for some reason, it's just not going to the, like, I don't know, to the right thing. It's not happening. Force internal mics. I can, like, force this one. But I don't know that I really want to do that. But maybe that'll help them. Anyway, um, so that was Deck Expo. What else? Did we, I mean, there's, we're, they're going to have to not have sound today. If I continue to try to fix the sound, this episode is going to be awful because I'm going to be distracted doing that. Right. So uh, I feel like they're just out of luck. So that's too bad. Anyway, Deck Expo, how about the rest of it? Did you... I'll try one more thing here. Okay. Before we okay, let's try, try one, one more thing. thing. Maybe I can even... Force internal mics. This might actually make a difference. No, I don't even think that it... Like, wild. I don't know. Sorry, folks. You don't get any today. Um, what about the rest of Deck Expo? So we did a couple podcasts when we were down there. We did a couple podcasts at the Wear Deck booth with Owens Corning. We did one podcast at the Regal Ideas booth. Regal Ideas uh, wasn't really showing anything new. They do have some new lighting SKUs this year that I don't recall if they actually had them at the show or not. Yeah, they handed them to us. Did they at the yeah. show? Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, Owens Corning absolutely did. And so yep. like, is that what they're seeing too? Are this they is, seeing the video? This is clearly, this is what's happening on my end of things right now. Like this is, uh, I'm super confused why this nope. is happening. No, it looks like maybe, maybe that's it. They're seeing that, but there's no sound. Yeah. Westrom thinks we should use a sledgehammer. Maybe we should. Fixes technical, technical difficulties. Okay, well, what if I do this? Let me try something else. I'm going to try something else. Yeah. You keep talking. People love hearing from you anyway. Okay, so the show, uh, maybe some people will be curious how that show works because it's now partnered with Pool Spa Patio and it used to be with uh, JLC Remodeling, right? So Pool Spa Patio we thought was going to be fantastic because 
we were sure we were going to see uh, patio stuff, <laughs> like pavers and, and blocks of some kind we thought we would see. Uh, we didn't see any of those. And I feel like that was a disappointment. That's a bit of a letdown. Like I, I would have, I would have assumed that somebody would have been there. Yeah, I agree. I think I just fixed problem. Keep talking, but. Uh, and then we did see a ton of, Ooh, that's a lot. That's loud. You touched the end of that thing. Uh, we saw a ton of hot tubs. Uh, there must've been, there was no less than a hundred hot tubs there. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, I think I think I've solved this. Let's get on this. There! Guy. Exclamation mark. Son of a gun. There it was sitting right in front of me all along. As it is. You know, if we didn't treat this thing with such an emphasis on being live and not editable, I would start it over. <laughs> <laughs> but. Okay, so now the distractions are gone. Jack Exel. Lots of hot tubs. That's all there is. You were saying, yeah. Yeah, and so. Like, I just assumed there would be more stuff for us to look at. I thought there'd be more, like, patio furniture and more, like, fire tables and, you know, accessories that you would put on your patio. Sure. But there what? Like, there just wasn't. It was like a hot tub show. Yeah. I would say I was also equally um, disappointed that there wasn't more, um, like, I was backyard accessory type things. It was, it was, like, and the show is fine. If you sell hot tubs, you should be there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you don't care about other brands and you've already got yours figured out, then then you do you, boo. But for sure, we thought there might be a little bit more um, that might be relevant to us. And I would say we were we were disappointed. Underwhelmed. Yeah. So uh, I was surprised there wasn't a. Um, I'm surprised like Tico Block wasn't there or Barkman or. Yeah, I for sure for sure thought at least the patio stone guys would be there, which, again, they were not. But yeah, so it is what it is. Uh, we spent most of our time in those three rows that were Deck Expo. Was it great? Yeah, it was great to be back there finally. We didn't go last year. From what I heard, the show last year was quite um, slow, not like it, as busy as it should. have Yeah, been. it wasn't. Could have been. Wasn't well attended. You know? Yeah, and so uh, good to be back. First time we've been back in three years. We spent a ton of time in those three rows and still didn't really get on to look at everything and talk at things. We just spent so much time talking to people and standing in the aisles and schmoozing and whatever else. So that was good. But the that's, podcast like, great, that's almost that's almost like 90% of why we go. Yeah, that's a good chunk of the reason. Yeah. I don't go there to think like we're going to uncover some amazing product that we haven't heard of. If but there's an amazing product, we usually hear about it. After not being there for three years, there was certainly the chance for that to happen. And I would say that in a way it... There was a couple things for sure. Yep. Like I really, really wanted to see the wear deck framing in person, the structural composite framing that they had out there. And it, like they made it easy for us because they brought us in to do podcasts from the booth. So we get, we had a chance to, to play with it and talk about it and everything else. So that was certainly an interesting product. Um, everything looks great about it. So we'll see where yeah. it goes. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, They're working on making it a little bit stronger, which I think is good. That's like. Yeah. Just kind of be able to kind of like put their foot down on the spans a little bit and be more confident in what they're s they're saying they can span. Yeah. Right. So that's the only thing where it's like, you just expect, and I think probably because steel has done it, but you expect alternative framing methods to wood to be able to span greater than wood, because that's what we've been told is one of the major benefits of going to alternative framing well, is increasing spans. Right. I think the reason they have to increase their spans is they have to do that to get to wood. It currently doesn't span as far as wood. The, 
wear deck you're talking? Correct. Yeah. Well, I think they said that it like it can. However, they're being conservative with their super spongy and yeah, they don't want it to to be a bad customer feel or experience. So they're yeah. being super conservative with their span numbers right now. So it'd be nice to see that um, certainly increase because that's an expectation that unfortunately is there. But everything yeah. aside from that, like the usability and the look of it and everything else is really, really good. Yeah. So that's interesting. Camo is there with their new structural fasteners. Yes. Um, so not super, super new. They've talked about them prior to the show, but at least if you hadn't seen them before, you had a chance to see them while you were there. Uh, of course, Fortress Evolution was there with their steel framing products. Again, it's been out for a bit, but still new to some people. It's always good so to see those. Nice display there. The one other cool thing that we saw, like I'm sure there's a few that I'm not even thinking about right now, but... Um, and oh boy, there it's escaped me who had it there. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, the company. The cable rail. The cable rail system. Uh, somebody in the chat will remind me. But, and I don't even know how to explain it because I didn't watch the live demo of it, but um, somebody showed us a video of it essentially. And we'd walk by and just didn't pay much attention. But it's cable rail panels that are pre run mm-hmm. or like pre, I don't know, threaded through mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. whatever. And you tighten them all with like a nut or something in the top rail. And as you tighten that nut, it tightens all the cables throughout the whole panel. And like, you don't have to worry about what? running your cables through the holes. It's pretty, uh, pretty wild. I didn't see that. Yeah. So I'll have to look that up. I saw a post about it on Instagram recently too, and it reminded me of it. So hmm. that looked interesting. We should have spent some more time looking at that. Yep. Um, I don't know that there was much else that I saw that was new. So is it Millboard? You looked right, at? right. Millboard. Yeah, yeah. So millboard's been out for a long time. It's the dominant uh, composite board. God, that's I've become really comfortable mm, with the, the saying it. Composite. Back and forth. Hey, you can you can interchange that. Yeah, pretty ambidextrous with that word now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the composite board, uh, it's been like it's a UK board. So yep. it's like it's the number one board in the UK and mm-hmm. even like Australia and I think other European markets. But it just hasn't made its way over to America until recently. Yeah. And so now it's here. There's a distributor, I think they're in like Minneapolis or Minnesota somewhere or Wisconsin or something like that. Yeah. And so it's a um, a rubber capped board, I guess you'd say, with a, I believe it's like a limestone fiberglassy type core Correct, to yeah. it. Yeah. And so it's got a lot of benefits with like thermal stability. The texturing and embossing is actually like whatever you want to call it. Like it's pretty cool. It's like, what do you want? How do you want? I'd call it hand scraped. No, but like they basically take the actual embossing of a real oak oh. board. They yeah. like map it, whatever. The, there's a word I'm looking for. I can't place right now. We'll but get they, it. So, so the board, it's not like it's, it's like. embossed. Yeah. It's not like, oh, that's a, that's a neat embossing. It's like, no, that's actually like, a, that's you're looking at what a real piece of oak actually looks like because that was taken from a real piece of oak. Right. So <laughs> super realistic look to it. Yes. And then the most intriguing or social media post-worthy feature of it is that rubber cap self-heals in a way. The yep. fastener, at least, right? If you yep. cut a chunk or whatever, it's not going to. Yeah, yeah. But you drive a screw through it and just, like, countersink the screw. And when you pull your bit out, the rubber cap just goes... And it's gone. gonzo. Like, so super good for install. Probably not so good for removing. Which is what... Everybody commented when we post that video. It was like, <laughs> good luck removing it. And my question is be like, why, if you, you shouldn't build a deck to be removable. Yeah. <laughs> like it should be built to last and you shouldn't have to remove it until it is so far gone that you're not trying to save it yep. anymore. You're just like, take a sawzall and cut it out of there. Um, 
the one thing that I didn't love about it was they were not willing to talk about fade and stain warranty. Yeah, and that I believe is because there isn't one. So when we asked questions about the fade and stain warranty, the immediate answer was to... Um, well, what doesn't fade? Yeah, the immediate answer was to attack the fade and stain warranties of, of competing products. And so there was no you didn't answer what your product does, so clearly they don't have one. Yeah. Um, that said, I don't know if it's a major issue or not. So I don't know. There's so, certainly some guys out there that could tell us because they've used Mealboard for a long time, but the us on this side of the pond in the Americas are not as familiar with it. So yeah, I guess fill us in. Comment below. Let us know. Is it even an issue? Like, I don't know. And the fact that it's got like that softer rubbery cap leads me to believe that it probably doesn't scratch super easy because it's forgiving. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you drag yep. a nail across a tire. It's like it's got some flex. It doesn't, yep. doesn't cut like something that's more brittle does. Yeah, yep. And leads me to believe that it's probably got decent traction on it too. It's always hard mm-hmm. to tell at shows because everything at a show has perfect traction. Yes. Because your shoes are clean. You've been walking on carpet all day. The deck yep. is super clean. They probably like, yep. they probably use some sort of like cleaner on it and it's tacky. Like a, and yeah. <laughs> it's like a sticky cleaner though. Yeah. Right. You got pine tar With smeared honey. all over it. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's potentially not, um, like, I don't know. It seems like it would, but who knows. Um, I, I don't know. Anything else that sticks out for you? That Starborn drill. The Miro. The Miro yep. was pretty cool. So that started to make some noise before the show, but it was there. So that was good. Yep. Have a look at that. It's just a collated, a, a gun for with collated, like... Color match screws. Color match screws for composite, essentially, that you can countersink, get ready for your plug systems which is really good and hmm probably just what wraps it up for yeah. the exciting things there's more things there obviously like that were, were existing that everybody knows about uh you know what wasn't there is uh fibron wasn't there and trex wasn't there in a booth yeah yeah uh TimberTech was TimberTech was there it looked like they just kind of decided last minute to be there decorators was there yep fortress was there Yep. Or decking millboard was there. Moisture Shield was there. Moisture Shield, but, but they mo- not Moisture Shield, like a distributor of Moisture Shield was there with Moisture Shield product. Yeah. And so I guess there was a Barkman logo there, so there may have been some tiles in that. Yeah, a little bit of stuff there too. So, anyway, so that was Deck Expo. We uh, met up with a lot of people we hadn't seen in a long time, which was really great. And um, we were there for a while. It felt like a long time that we were there. It was, it was good to get home. Yeah, it was a long one. Then we came back home and ended up at Grey Cup for a couple days. And so for our, our American friends who don't know what Grey Cup is, think Super Bowl. It's just the, the championship game of the CFL, the Canadian Football League. Yep. And so it's a big deal up here. Um, it's a whole week of festivities. It's not just football on Sunday. It is like it's very fan focused. It's very fan friendly. It's not super yep. corporate like it is corporate, but it's not only corporate. Yeah. They are very welcoming to fans too. They put on a huge party the whole week. Yep. Uh, and so we missed most of it, but we got back in time to enjoy the festivities for one night, but tons of party rooms, tons of bands, tons of like outdoor activities, everything going on throughout the week. There's thousands of people that come down for it and it's just a big shindig for a week. Yep. So we went, we got out to the team rooms one night, which is kind of like, we've got this complex here in Regina. That's seven or eight sheets of ice in one building operator center plus a soccer complex and whatever else and they basically like they shut those down they empty them out and they set up team rooms in there so every team or like division would have its own giant rink full of party atmosphere and they decorate their their live team colors cheerleaders there and the bands and the bar and like it's just a like a a wicked party and every 
room. And so you just yep. go in and you can go from one room to the next and without ever having to go outside because it was a little bit chilly. Yep. And great time. So we did that for the night. And the next mm-hmm. day was the game. Unfortunately, our Saskatchewan Rough Riders were not anywhere near the game. Nope. Uh, no. Like didn't even really try make an effort to be there. Yeah. But the Toronto Argonauts and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers were. And it was a perfect Cinderella story. Toronto Argonauts were there. Were the clear underdog. Clear underdog. Winnipeg was there. Was clearly the class of the league. Is clearly the best team. And has been since pre-COVID. Like for they, a while. They've won. They're on it. This would have been three in a row championships for them. Which is like hasn't happened for a long, long time. Yep. And um, they're our natural rival. So Saskatchewan mm-hmm. Rough Rider fans generally will not cheer for Winnipeg Blue Bombers mm-hmm. and still will not. And so we cheered on the Toronto Argonauts to a victory. Well, we had to try because um, Regina's relatively close to Winnipeg. And so yep. the, the Bomber fans showed up like it was a Bomber home game. Oh, yeah. But so. a lot of the, most of the Rider fans were cheering for Argos. So as so far we as the were noise trying, in the stadium. Yeah, we were trying to get it back a bit for them. Yeah. But. As far as the noise in the stadium, it sounded pretty equal. That's because bon- the Bomber fans that were there, there was actually like 10,000 Bomber fans there. Yeah. And it was just the other 28 or 18,000 or whatever it was. My favorite sign Rough that I, fans. My favorite sign I saw at the game was one, it was like a, I don't know who it was holding it up, but it was like anybody but the Bombers yeah. was their sign, right? Yeah. I feel like that's how a lot of people were feeling about that whole situation. So, so, um, so there was the camera angle wrong on this thing. There was that. Like showing the side camera. <laughs> Yes, I do. Here we go. How's that? This is, can you tell we've been off this for a while? (laughs) Like, it should have been fixed now. It's like we played hockey last night. My team played hockey last night. Yeah. Yeah. We were awful. Oh, yeah. Like, like, awful. Nobody made a single pass. We could, like, it was obvious we had not played hockey for a month. So you've been off hockey for a month because of aggravation and aggravation. Shut all those rings down. Yeah. So, yeah, and I play on Sunday, and I'm expecting much the same. Oh, boy. The 20-year-olds that we played against, they oh, did not have much trouble getting back into the rhythm. No. But. They probably never stopped. They just found ice time elsewhere. Maybe. Um, so then it was on to the contractor events. We had a couple of great events with Fortress. Um, they came in and kind of did a bit of, of an appreciation event. Invited some contractors out, just casual, kind of games room, slash playing pool, slash if you have questions about Fortress Framing or it was whatever, a have soft sell technique. Yeah, I really like that strategy. I think it was great. Yeah, you were not forced to sit and listen to a presentation. You were not forced to like consume something you didn't want to. It's just like come have some drinks and some food, and if you have some questions, like we, we absolutely can have a conversation about it. And it turns no out they all had questions, right? And they ended up getting to the reps. Corey and Jason yep. ended up chatting with the contractors that were serious about it, yep. and. Yeah, I think it was really good for everybody. Yeah. It was really good. So that happened for two days, and then uh, then it was kind of get ready for Agribition. Now, Agribition, you and I always work, you and I always work at the shows because we actually kind of just enjoy, or at least I do, I think you do as well. Yeah. We just enjoy being at the shows and, like, talking to people. And, like, yeah. it's just a change of scenery for us, really. Maybe, maybe not there <laughs> this time. Maybe it was, like, more of the same crowds and whatever that we could have needed a break. But yeah. um, regardless, I... We did the show, and it was great. I ate, I don't know, no less than four brisket sandwiches during the week. And uh, What was your favorite food? The brisket sandwich. And the ribs. Mine was the chili. That brisket chili. Brisket chili. So basically anything that came from prairie smoke. Prairie (laughs) smoke? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. 
was amazing. The brisket chili, the brisket on a bun, the smoked ribs, everything was fantastic. Pocket dog was underwhelming. Yeah. Spent a lot of money too. Not as much as the Vegas food, but it was uh, yeah. it was pricey. Yep. Aggravation was good. Bunch of new customers, new clientele, you know, people through there, just some awareness. And then we took my kids uh, and my wife's family to the rodeo. So they have rodeo like four nights in a row. And the first night is a free night. So Wednesday. You get the, whatever is a professional bull riders association, the professional rodeo association, whatever it is, puts on like, it's like a sanctioned rodeo championship, rodeo. whatever. And so the free night is that Wednesday. So we all went. It was packed in there. Yeah. Like absolutely packed. And I had my three-year-old and my five-year-old there. And they had no idea what a rodeo was. And sure. Nor did they? we really like try too hard to explain it to them. It's like, you're going to see it in a minute. Just don't worry about it. And then as it happened, I realized how freaking crazy this would be to see <laughs> for the first time. Because I was sitting behind, like it was in a hot, like the arena. I was sitting in the row behind my sons. And so I could see them kind of sitting there and like, you don't see much before the horse. Like the first thing up is the, the, whatever you call it, like the bronc riding. Okay. Horse riding. Yep, bronc. And so when they're in the stalls, you don't really see much. You see the cowboy sitting on top, but you can't really see much of a horse or whatever. And you don't know what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah, yeah. And then that door opens. Yeah. And like, holy hell, if you've never <laughs> seen this before, like I've seen it a lot. So to me, it's like I knew exactly what's happening. But these little five-year-old and three-year-old must have been just like shitting themselves. Yeah. They're like, whoa, <laughs> wow, what's going on? <laughs> Why is he doing that? Why is the horse doing that? Leave the horse alone. Get it. Like, they weren't concerned for the horse. They just thought it was great. Yeah. But how crazy would it be to see that? Like a horse jumps out and is like just kicking like 10 feet in the air and the cowboy's yep. riding. He's just getting a snot beat out of his brain and like flying around. And it's like, and that then is like action packed. Yeah. Right. And then get bucked off 10, 15 feet in the air and then, or not. And then you got these other two horses to come riding upside and he like jumps from horse to horse. And it's like, <laughs> what, what the hell is going on? Like, it's such a, yeah, such a crazy thing. Um, so anyways, that you should have followed that up with, wild. uh, with taking the boys out to then go ride horses at a stable somewhere and be like, okay, yeah. boys, let's go Good for luck. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, pretty wild experience for them. I'd have to think I left with my one son because he was getting late a little bit early, but the uh, five-year-old wanted to see the bull riding. So I didn't get to see his, uh, his response to that, but, uh, that's even crazier. It's like, mm -hmm. how about let, let's, <laughs> okay. That was cool. That was pretty cool. How about we ditch the saddle, <laughs> put a helmet on you. Because this is really going to smash your brain around. Yep. And then, like, a bigger animal that's angrier. The So the helmet thing, when we were growing up, they never guys never wore helmets, oh, right? Yeah, there's a lot of helmets now, yeah. Yeah. That's because of that bull. The bull's name was Bodacious. Did you ever watch a documentary on this? No. So I believe there's a 30 for 30 on it, and the bull's name is Bodacious. And he learned how to get oh. rid of cowboys. Okay. And so he would dive forward and then throw his head back. Yeah, I remember this now. Yeah. And so the, like, they'd be riding and they would like land and gravity would pull them forward, like force would pull them forward. Yeah. And then he would throw his head back and just like obliterate them. Yeah. Nobody could ride that bull. And they ended up taking it out of the circuit because like he was just... It he was, was literally going to kill people. Yeah. he. I don't think he did kill anyone, but... Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was his intent. Was well on his way. Yeah, and so they they were like, "Well, he's unrideable now because he's learned how to do this." Lots of them will come out and spin. Yeah, and that's kind of like that's the fun part when they start to like dive and go back and forth like the Bronx do. Then, then it's dangerous. Yeah, so, so pretty crazy um, turn of events in that from like 
sitting down, grabbing some popcorn, and then like then the action starts, and yep. it's like fun night out. To somebody's gonna die. <laughs> so pretty cool. So then now that's done. We get into the office, and you get slammed with bookings. It is now time for you to purchase material. Yeah. And so I don't remember How's what happened. I don't remember what happened Monday. <laughs> Monday was my intent is like, I'm going to go into my office and I'm just going to close the door and I don't want to talk to anybody. And I was like, I we got here and I was like, we have a meeting at 10. Yeah. Come on. And then the afternoon, I can't remember. Something happened too. Like I, I was at my computer for like an hour that day. Yeah. Total right off. Yep. And then um, Tuesday. So anyways, that's what I've been preoccupied with. I, I saw while we were away, the emails coming in. Bloom. Booking for whatever. Yeah. Q-tip, thing. Yeah. Whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. If they're smart, they'll give me some time. <laughs> they don't want this back tomorrow. That'd be crazy. Uh, but yeah, some of them were due while we were away. Some of them were due like right when we got back. And so now I'm playing catch up, trying to get those things done. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to analyze your data and figure out what you're going to purchase for next year. And like mm-hmm. we've had some systems issues that have been playing with the reliability of our data. And so that plays into things. <laughs> and then seeing what the offers are out there and potentially negotiating some things and communicating back and forth and do you want to make any product changes going into next year? And like, it all happens right now. Yeah. So I don't know. Have we, do we have a direction on this podcast? Or like, we loosely talked about maybe the ideas. Uh, so far, no. No, right? It's like, so far it's been pretty, might be the worst. We're just talking about where we've been for the last three or four weeks. Yeah. So we have Chronologically, a, we're getting there. We have one viewer. I believe that's me. <laughs> Good. Well, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so I think that what we were talking about is um, if you're a contractor, this is maybe your time. This is now maybe your opportunity to talk to your suppliers and let them know, voice your opinion about if you want something changed, if you want to add a product into the lineup, or if you want to, you know, have them consider bringing something in for you. Yeah. This is the time to do that because uh, it's when they will purchase the best Right. They probably like as a supplier, you have a better opportunity right now to put a new product in because you'll get some support and and you'll have some time to actually do it as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that was sort of some of the value we had talked about for this podcast was like, we'll just contractors go to your lumber yards if there's something. Yeah, because it's not much is going to change during the season because the kind of the terms for the year have been set. It's like. The negotiating and the whatever else happens now. And it's like, this is what you're going to buy out for the year. And this is when, like, all the details are ironed out for the coming season. And then it just gets too busy to want to be changing things at that point. Now yeah. it's just, like, placing and taking orders all year. And, like, yeah. whatever. So now's the time to make those changes. So now's the time to, and so it's a good time for Deck Expo to go down and see new products. Because if there's something new you want to bring in, now's the time to look at it, figure out the details so it can be here in the spring. Yeah. And if there's, if there's uh, lines you're looking to get out of, it's like you're going to figure that out now because you're not going to book those. Correct. So, yeah. And if there's issues you're having with certain vendors and they're not, you're not jiving for whatever reason, now's, now's the time when it's pretty easy to be like, uh, let's figure this out or no thanks. Or just, yeah, just like nothing. So, yeah. So uh, there's been a couple of those that's been like some emails sent back and forth. That's like, this is, this relationship is not working for us. And it's need not it to work for us. It's not me. It's it you. Needs to be mutually beneficial. Yeah. And if it's not, then it doesn't make sense for us. So, um, yeah, I don't know if there'll be changes this year, but there could be. Could be some big ones. So could be a <laughs> few changes. Yeah. 
So can't really get into details of those, especially not yet, but um, that's what we're like. Those bookings are due anywhere between like two weeks ago and January 31st. So that time period of like November to January is a very busy time with booking material and getting all that stuff ready. Plus then you have time off at Christmas. It's your year end. So you're probably running through an inventory there at some point. You're probably going to want to do some year end staff meetings with your own staff to kind of like wind things up and prep for next year and everything Mm -hmm. else. So it's people are like, what do you do in the winter? It's like, I'm it's, I've not been more felt more behind than right now. Like Mm -hmm. this is a very, very busy time. Yeah. And it's like, well, nobody builds decks in the winter. It's like, you know, you probably got still, I don't know what you have, but there's I got three numerous left to projects do. that are still like yep. happening right now to, to look over. And some contractors are still coming in and doing stuff and whatever. Like there's still people coming yep. to the store. Not a ton, obviously, but we're busy with office work. So yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll get the social media stuff going again here. It's just taking a, need a little bit of time to catch up or yeah. uh, feels like a priority again. Uh, so. What do we got coming up? We got Christmas coming up right away. Yeah, well, we have some, next week we have um, our quarterly meeting with our leadership team. We have our staff party that night. Yeah. Christmas party. We're doing it with both stores together. Um, Then we have a contractor Christmas party on the Friday in Regina. Yes. The Saskatoon one, I believe we're going to wait until after the new year to do. That's the plan, yeah. And then uh, we're open until the 22nd-ish, I think, and then we shut down for Christmas. We always do this, and I don't regret it. I, I think, think it's, it's a fantastic idea. It's slow anyway. Most of the contractors are also taking that same time off, that stretch between Christmas and New Year's. So there's no point in, in making our staff spend time away from their families to sit around here and answer the phone once if it maybe it's rings. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. So you might as well just give, give people the time off to go recharge your batteries, come back, start fresh in the New Year, and get after it. So we're closed from December 20. I think 22nd, we're open. That's the last day we're open. That's a Thursday. And, and we come back on January 3rd, I think. Tuesday. So week and a half just shy of two weeks yeah that we'll have off so that'll be good for everybody i'll get a lot of bookings on that time and there won't be distractions yeah <laughs> it's like that'll be good um time except to catch like up for your you family except your family they right. might distract you yeah but that's okay there'll be time for them too but it's just like a time for like i don't expect our staff to work over that time but you and i will probably like catch up a little bit or whatever or yep. i certainly intend to so that'll be good and get out of town not to vegas and not to a show and not to crowds or whatever and just Go ice fishing. Spend some time with family too. I don't think I'll make it ice fishing. But. Do you want to try? Yeah. Okay. We'll go in between the Christmas and New Year. Sounds good. For a day. So then I'll go ice fishing too then. Okay. Um, speaking of which, I've got family functions happening tonight and family over and I was supposed to be home an hour ago. So <laughs> I think we've probably... T- time to go. There was the timeline up until what we're doing today. So there you <laughs> have it. Episode 200. <laughs> so different than 100. So... That's the other thing too. I really feel like these episode things have kind of like, they've lost their, like we sh- we've actually posted like 215 episodes or 220 episodes now. Yeah. We just don't give episode numbers to episodes that were sponsored or the tens episodes. We don't, I'm, I'm kind of did feel you, like maybe we just need to get away from it. Speaking of tens, did you get anybody to throw anything back at you yet? No. And so that's another thing I, thanks for the reminder that we I wanted to Vegas, touch on. Today. And there was a few guys that were like, yeah, yeah, we'll get that done. Yeah, so the the tens episodes, if you haven't listened to one yet, is uh, it's called tens because it should be in un- ten minutes or less, and it's not with us. It's just open mic for a uh, industry person, contractor, a vendor, whatever, to talk about whatever topic they want in ten minutes or less, and we just intro it and then let them speak on whatever that topic is. The plan was kind of posted every Thursday. However, I'm finding that maybe just because of the time of year, it's very difficult to to keep that filled up with those episodes coming in as frequently as we need them to. So I think maybe it's just gonna be like 
when somebody sends one in, we'll edit it up and get it posted. It may not be on a schedule. But if you want to contribute, my only request is if you're a vendor, don't come on there and use it as an advertising platform. That's not its, its intent. I don't want to learn about all your products and why everybody right. should buy them. Right. But if you have a story about how you got into the industry or... Western would have a good story. Different things like that. Then it's a family-run lumberyard. More than open. Yeah. That's what we want to hear is like the origin stories or like tips and tricks you did in your business or like guidance for other people. Like it should be kind of like a little bit of deeper conversations. Yeah. And if you're interested in doing it, um, go to www.tuds.ca slash tens. So T-U-D-S dot C-A slash T-E-N-S. And there's a little bit of instructions there on how to record. You can do it right on your phone. Just click a button, record your episode, and then email it. Hmm. And it goes to me, and I throw it up. So okay. want to do that? Do that. Okay. Aside from that, that's it for me, Wade. What about you? Yep, that's it. That's it? I okay. Well, we'll be back on our weekly schedule now. <laughs> so yeah. sorry for the hiatus. We'll we need some it. effort into next week yeah. as well. We just needed that little bit of a break. It's been really busy. So <laughs> we'll see you next week. Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening. <laughs>